Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Jill Lowry, and I'm excited to share with you today just a special guest and and her message, to share the message of love. We've been talking about labor of love in September and how we can love others. Last week, I spoke with someone, and she talked about how you can love one another as Christ has loved us. So today, we're going to talk about how our faith grows as we love. In fact, there's a scripture in Galatians chapter 5, verse 6, that says, Faith works through love. And so we're going to see that in action. We're going to get real-life examples of how you can put your faith into work and and how love grows and how faith grows when you work together with love and faith. And so we always want to encourage you to just listen to what the Lord has for you today and listen with with your your heart and and we hope that you will do that as you hear our special guest in just a minute. I'm going to introduce her and you will be delighted in what she shares with you today. So before we get started, I would like to invite you to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus. He will bring the Bible to life for you. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for the faith that you have given us. And Lord, we thank you for the love that has grown in us through our faith. And as we get closer to you and as we grow our relationship, we just feel your love more and more, and we're able to reach out and love others. And Lord, I just thank you for this time that you have given us to talk about love and to talk about you. And I just praise you for Daliana, who's going to come and share her heart with us today. So Lord, be with all those who are listening, and may they hear a special something. May they hear your love for them as they listen to these stories. So we love you, Lord, and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I'm excited to introduce a very special guest, and her name is Daliana Latortu. How are you, Daliana? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking, Jill. Good. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm, I've known you... But basically, your whole life, My whole since life. you've been yeah. here, and now you here you are, and you're a senior. Yes, senior year. You so just started. Last one. Yes, I just started. Yes. Super excited, though. Yes, yes, it's been good so far, huh? Yes, ma'am, it has. So you were just talking about how this community really is very special for you. You have felt the love and yes. support um, yes. of just living in a small town, living in East Texas, and and just being able to love and and feel love. Tell us about. <laughs> just living here and how much it's meant to you i think just first off being in a small town is always a special thing and i mean you hear it in the songs you know but i think you don't really know until you live in a small town and um, i moved to mount vernon when i was two and a half so i mean this is all i've known Mm -hmm. um but just the people in this community i remember just growing up going to friday night football games or walking down the street and you know country fest everybody's there for you everybody's supporting you no matter what I did people made sure that they were there to cheer me on even if my parents weren't able to make it sometimes they were always there to be there and just I couldn't imagine my life without the support of this community and just the growth they've allowed me to have Mm -hmm. to be intentional that's kind Mm -hmm. of my word for the year um is just being intentional and just 
seeing all the intentionality they poured into me growing up. I just want to give that back. Mm-hmm. So. And so you moved here when you were two and a half. Your father is a doctor. And yes. he was um, kind of looking around for a place to practice, right, right, from New York. From New York, yes. And I remember... Big move. Yes, <laughs> a big move to a small town. And I just, I've talked to your mom and your dad, and they just said they fell in love with this community mm-hmm. when, they, when they came here and just yes. knew this is the place they wanted to live. And we're so thankful that they chose Mount Vernon and that y'all have stayed here all this time. And yes. it's just been amazing to watch you grow up. And I love how your parents bring you with them to serve in all certain areas. So mm-hmm. tell us some things that you've, you've done to serve here. Well, I've always been involved in Rotary. My parents are both in Rotary, so um, I've probably flipped a pancake for you at Country you Fest have, a couple yes. times. Um, we do a lot of events, tour to Cyprus, those sort of things. And they always went on mission trips when I was younger. Um, after the big hurricane in Haiti in 2010, they actually went out for a medical mission trip there. But obviously, I was too young to go. But just now, recently, I went on my first mission trip to Uganda, Africa with them, and that was just a really special experience. I want to hear all about that. So let, let's go ahead and talk about that, because that is something that's really impacted you. This yes. past summer, you got mm-hmm. to go with a medical missions team to Uganda. So yes. let's tell, okay, just tell us about um, what made, first of all, what made you decide to say, yes, I want to go on this. Yes. So... Um, the person who kind of initiated the idea to us was Jane Randalls and um, her husband. And so I grew up, one of the people in the community in my life is Jane. Um, she grew up teaching me choir, teaching me how to sing and dance Aww. and act. And so I've known her my entire life. And um, she just talked about how she was planning on going to Uganda and how she would love for my family to come with her. And so at first I was kind of like, oh, I mean, that's, it's a huge trip, especially, you know, the summer for my senior year, you know, Mm -hmm. there's always things going on. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll think about it and I'll pray about it. And so immediately that night I went home and I started praying about it. And God just answered that and was like, you need to go. And so um, my parents continued to pray about that. And we decided as a family that that was just what God was calling us to do this summer. And uh, we decided, we called Jane and said, we're ready. Let's get a team together. Let's do it. And wow. so we're, we just let God move. Okay, so that. that is amazing. And I love how you all together prayed about it. Mm-hmm. And you all heard the same voice. You all heard right. him say, yes, go. So how special was it just to be with your family and serve over there? Was it like I mean, a dream come true? It It really was just like... It's kind of still surreal to me that, I mean, I've gone and come back and just, yes. it's it's different because of how much my perspective has changed because of that trip. Um, let's just talk about that. I've seen things from yeah. that point on. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about how that, your perspective has changed. Yeah, Tell us. so, um, especially before, like, my senior year, a lot of things are happening, and so just seeing the kids and how different our futures are, I mean, compared mm-hmm. to the opportunities I have. Um, here I go to a great school, Malvern High School. Go Tigers! Um, <laughs> yeah. I go. I mean, I have family that cares about me, family that loves me, that nurtures my faith. I mean, I go to youth every Wednesday, and I go to church um, every Saturday and Sunday. And so, um, I have a community that supports me in that too, and just um, people that love me. I feel that everywhere, and um, I just have that environment and. I've been nurtured in that, and then just looking at, I met a young boy, actually. He was 19, and I was asking, you know, what are your plans? And he was like, 
just to make it past 19. And oh, so just wow. the difference in, I guess, the opportunities I have that I don't even realize are big opportunities, opportunities to go to high school every day and opportunities to eat breakfast with my parents every day. I mean, they don't have that all the time. And so just really being grateful for what we have, clean mm-hmm. water, food mm-hmm. on the table, health, mm-hmm. family, family, mm-hmm. um, community, um, just something as simple as that mm-hmm. is just so special. And that was just one of the big things that changed my perspective. And another thing that changed my perspective um, was on faith. And so there was a young girl that I met. It was the last day of um, our evangelism team working. And so, and you were on the evangelism yes, team. Yes, I was on the evangelism team. Teaching people and yes. talking about Jesus. First time ever doing that. So that oh, was just, really? yes, that was a new experience. That's a team but, I would want to be on. Yes. I it was fun. Okay. It was really fun. Um, but I actually met a girl who's my age uh-huh. and she was Muslim. And so she had come with her um, little sister and her mom. And so I was able to sit with her and I, I went through the Roman road. I've told the story of Jesus and I was like, if you have any questions, you know, like, well, I'm open to discussion. Let's talk about it. And immediately her mom was like, no, we have no more questions. And I could kind of sense the, the, the vibe mm-hmm. that the mom was giving off was just not a welcoming environment to questions. And so I kind of tried to, you know, back off. But God was like, no, just, just keep pushing, keep pushing. And so I turned to the daughter specifically and I said, we're the same age. I don't know if you've realized that. We're the same age. And I could not imagine my life without Jesus and what he's done for me and all that I've gone through with my burdens being cast on him. And I can't imagine what you're going through without that. And so I want you to have that and experience that love and that joy. And there was just a spark in her eyes. And mm. I was just like, please, Lord, please, Lord. And so... um I was, I, of course, the mom heard this entire conversation. And so she's like, well, we need to go. We have to hurry. And so I was like, okay, let's just pray out together. And so after we finished praying out, um, the mom and the little sister left. And she turned to me. And I didn't know she spoke English this entire time. She oh, was, wow. Yeah, she was translating. And she said this in English. She said, I want to have joy just like you. <gasps> and runs oh. off. And so it that really just broke my heart of just like thinking of geographically a lot of people there are Muslim and that's what they grew up in. Grandfather was Muslim. You're Mm -hmm. most likely Muslim. And so just seeing that like her community, she knows if she ever did become a Christian, she would get executed. She would be cast out of her family. Her mother wouldn't take her in anymore. Um, She'd be on her own and just thinking about how different it is from my life in Texas, you know, yeah. just I'm not going to be cast out for my faith and right. I'm not going to be executed, obviously. And so just taking advantage of I have a Bible in my house and I have um, I have the ability and the freedom to read that and to communicate with the Lord and to talk to my parents about the Lord. Why don't I seize that more often and take that into consideration every morning? And mm-hmm. so that was just something that really just touched my heart and just mm-hmm. kind of gave me that fire of just being a God chaser and just seeking Him right. at a different level. Because we are free to do that. Yes. And Christ has set us free and we're free to worship and 
and love and yes. and serve him and just that joy. She saw the joy in yeah. your eyes. Now, do you know her name? I do know her name. It's actually in Islam, though, so it's a little hard to read. I can actually find it. Though. Because I know you, Daliana, and I know that you're praying for her. Yes. And you never know. I mean, she she might be really seeking the Lord from what you said, and she may have accepted him. You never right. know. Um, one thing that I really have learned like through mission work is just it's not about bringing people to jesus first off that's not our job it's about planting that seed and if i was able to plant that seed and be the one to pray for her and continue praying Mm -hmm. for her and um let her see that joy that's that's all i can do and so just uh being a farmer that's willing to sow the seed is just so important yeah and so her her name is actually kazoo haas um yeah, yeah so well, that's that's such a neat story. I mean, I know that probably you got a little sad about that, right. but then again, there's joy and there's hope mm-hmm. that that maybe you know, like you did, you planted the seed, and we have to keep planting those seeds. Tell us about some more seeds you planted on that trip, or or what you saw. I mean, I've heard that people go there and they see a different kind of joy. Those right. Christians over there that have already accepted Jesus. Did you right. meet a lot of them? Um, I would say depending Followers. on the areas that we went to. Okay. Um, the first day I met all believers, and so it was just, it was really neat um, to go in my Bible. I had kind of pre-planned, but I was going to say at the beginning, and uh-huh. then at first I was like, I'm just going to let God move, and so I'd open my Bible to one of my favorite scriptures. Okay, what the, is that? So one of my favorites is actually the armor of God. I love the armor of God. It's mm-hmm. Ephesians 6. I won't read the whole thing because it's pretty long. Um, but it was one of those. And then I read Psalm 23. And then I also read about Esther and how God was working through women and um, from Psalms about suffering and how he mm-hmm. changes that into joy. And seeing how my favorite Psalms were able to relate to them, they'd be like, oh my gosh, that's actually my favorite too. Oh, wow. Or that's something that I exactly needed to hear today. And I was like, oh, well, I wasn't meaning for that to happen, you know? And so just being able to encourage them in that way and just talk to them about their faith and their joy and just what they've come through. I mean, I heard stories about um, there was a woman and her husband was a non-believer. And so she was in secret um, reading her Bible and training her kids to become believers and just her willingness to still pray for her husband. She's like, I'm not going to leave him because I know God's going to work through that. And just oh, wow. praying for that salvation and just seeing that light in him. And I mean, so many, just so many beautiful things. And just, I mean, a woman had lost five children and then she, I mean, she still believed in God and he gave her twins, you know, and just stories yeah. like that oh, of just wow. seeing God working in their lives and mm-hmm. them being so willing to share and so proud of that was just so beautiful. Yeah. It was so inspiring. That is so beautiful. I love to hear that. And did you see healings over there? I did not myself, no. But, but yeah. I know there's a story about someone on the airplane. Can yes. you share that story? Because I yes. heard that she's alive because of actually... Your father helped her. Yes. Okay, so tell us that story. So, I mean, God just was able to put us on that plane. But on our way back, we ran into a little bit of air flight, uh, airplane troubles. And so um, coming into our first stop, which is in Istanbul, um, 
we were all sleeping on the plane and all of a sudden we heard if there's any doctors on this flight please report to the back of the plane immediately we're having an emergent medical emergency and so um the other doctor dr david he was also on the trip got up and so we woke up my dad and we're like they need you at the back of the plane and come to find out that this um man was having a seizure he was by him he was traveling alone um, he was by himself and so um, they weren't sure what medication to give him what to do and so we still had about seven hours of this flight left and um, my dad and dr david decided together that if he did stay on the flight he probably wouldn't make it just because he would seize out again um, and so we medically emergency landed the plane and we ended up spending a day in Istanbul because we missed our next flight. But I mean, it was worth it to save that oh, life. Oh, yes. And so, yes. wow. Um, it was just neat to see how, even though we left the mission trip, the work was still happening, God yes. was still working. And so, even on our way back, that He had allowed that to happen mm-hmm. was really neat. So, you said something important that even when we leave our mission trip and mm-hmm. we're, we're working all the time. Right. God wants us to work where we live, right. where we go to school, mm-hmm. where we work, just people that we come in contact with. So yes. here you are, you're a senior in high school and yes. you've been through all the grades <laughs> and you see all these little ones coming forward. And, and I know you and you're such a good mentor for, for y- you. the younger, the younger girls. So what do you hope to do as far as your mission here right now this this year? Wow. Before you head off to college. Yeah. Um, I feel like it kind of started this summer. Matt, actually, um, shout out to him. Um, he gave me the opportunity to go to junior high camp and be a leader. And so I was one of the two junior leaders chosen for the trip. And so I was able to pour into seventh and eighth graders and just kind of give them some advice about coming to high school and um, just be there for them and pray for them. Um, Let them just talk to me about what was going on. Um, And I feel like it kind of started there. It started a couple years back, um, freshman year with my best friend Savannah. We decided we wanted to start mentoring seventh and eighth grade girls. And so we started it then, um, but obviously that group got older. And so this new um, group of seventh and eighth grade girls is kind of just um, been a lot in my life, and so I'm excited. Yeah, I I'm didn't excited know you to, were doing that. Yes, ex- oh, excited wow. to spend some time with them and um, be there for them, mm-hmm. and also my freshman girls. I still love them too. They were my first seventh and eighth graders, uh-huh. um, but just doing that. And um, one thing that I really want to implement this year is just being intentional again and just pouring back into this community. Whether that's, I mean, getting coffee with someone or um, writing a letter to a friend and mm-hmm. um, just being supportive. I have a lot of senior friends who are involved in a lot, and so just being at their events and their extracurriculars. I also just I want to just be there mm-hmm. for people. Yes. Be I'm supportive. Well, so. you were just at one of your friends' weddings. To I was support her, and y'all have been um, together a long time as far yes. as serving together, yes. and you've been involved with. Yes youth together she was actually yeah she was the one that actually welcomed me into youth really yes and so um funny story actually I was like the seventh grader she kind of uh was able to mentor and so she kind of just looked after me her and a bunch of her friends were just always there for me and my friend group and so it was cool to see how it went from a mentor friendship to you know just a really strong relationship and bond and I just hold her and her friends close to my heart today and 
and I was able to attend her wedding and be there for her mm-hmm. and her new husband. So that was really that was really sweet. That, that's so special. Yeah. Well, tell us a little bit about you had a leadership camp this summer. In yes. addition to helping the junior high, you also um, went to something called Summit Leadership Camp. Yes. Tell us about that experience and, and how I saw a quote that you put on your uh, Instagram. And it said, <laughs> your faith in him is your firm foundation. Your faith yes. in Christ, and that's a big part of what you learned. And so mm-hmm. that I, that just stuck out to me. I wrote it down. And right. so, what is a firm foundation for you? Um, wow, that's a large question. I know. <laughs> I would say, especially just um, this past year, junior year, as you know, there's a lot that goes on. It's a very mm-hmm. hard year, and coming into this summer, just being busy, and this next year, just unexpected. I feel like. There's a lot that can change. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things I can sway to um, right. and prioritize instead of prioritizing my relationship with God. And so um, I, it's hard for me sometimes um, being in a leadership position at a lot of places at my school. Um, I'm involved in a lot of clubs. And so in order to step up, sometimes I like to take control. And so it's been hard to not... Um, put that control in my relationship with God and kind of give him expectations that I have for the plans of my mm-hmm. life. And so a lot of us do. That. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I'm pretty subject to that, but, um, just realizing over summit was just a big reminder of that, of just, he exceeds all expectations. And I mean, it's in tenfold. I mean, you don't, you can't even fathom what he's going to do in your life. And, that makes me excited just to see and be willing and obedient to what he's going to do in this next mm-hmm. chapter. And so just remembering that, I mean, friendships can change and um, situations can change. But mm-hmm. as long as I'm obedient and willing and just unwavering in the fact that my foundation is in Jesus, then mm-hmm. the rest the rest is going to mm-hmm. work itself out. God has it. He does. So. And like the song... Um, the solid rock I stand, Christ mm-hmm. is solid. The solid yes. rock I stand, all other ground mm-hmm. is sinking sand. Yes. So when we, we don't stand on Christ as our foundation, we are yes. going to sink because we're going to mm-hmm. you know, prioritize other things right. and, yeah. and things that, that we shouldn't perhaps. And it doesn't lead to the joy that He wants for right. us in the, in the mission. And He gives us more as we keep serving, and you've seen that. Mm-hmm as you have stepped out there even had you have you had to get out of your comfort zone a few mm-hmm. times to yes. do things yes yeah. definitely i remember was it last summer you went to a camp and they told you okay i want y'all to go and pray with people that was on actually the summit yes yes was it this year or last year? that was last year and this year so, okay um did you grow from last year to this year i on did that? yes yeah. um it also helped that um, from this year to last year, I also work at Pure Hope Branch. I don't know uh, if you know that. I did not. Yes. And so um, I'm a big part of the service team and uh, leadership team there. I um, concierge. And so anytime a retreat comes, I'm kind of in charge of um, helping welcome with a bunch of other uh, wonderful women. Mm-hmm. I can't even name them all because they're also amazing. But um, just being there for them, uh, being willing to pray, just be hospitality. And so... Um, that also helped me grow. But I remember the first time I did that on Summit, they said, okay, you're in New Mexico. Um, you have two hours. 
and you have four people in your group, we want you to go find someone to minister to. And we don't mean, you don't have to pull out your Bible, whether that's paying for their food, whether that's buying a stuffed animal, mm-hmm. whether that's complimenting them. I mean, whatever right. God just loving leads them. you to. Yes, mm-hmm. with loving them. And mm-hmm. so it was really cool to see just how God worked in so many crazy ways on that trip. Um, I was actually wearing a shirt that said, Catch Up With Jesus. And uh-huh. so that was a little ministry on its own. People would be like, oh my gosh, I love your shirt. And so then we just get talking about the shirt. That would spark a conversation. Yes. Or we'd see a little kid and um, we had one guy who was really good with kids. And so he would joke around with them and then we'd get to talk to the parents and we'd offer to buy them lunch. And so it was it was really neat to see mm-hmm. how God can take any situation, any circumstance um, you don't have to be forced to do it. It's just cool to see how when your eyes are open and you're willing to say, okay, God, I'm going to lunch. Use me in some mm-hmm. way today. And just mm-hmm. seeing how he takes that and runs with it and just yeah. lets you be a servant and lets you um, be a part of what he's going to do in someone's life. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. That's amazing. I bet you have made some new friends that yes, way. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely I have. Yeah. So the key is get a shirt that the catch sparks. up with Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. But. Well, so you are planning to go to college to be uh, and then study after college and get your um dental you're going to go to dental school and yes. you want to be an orthodontist. I That's do. been the plan from day 1. Pretty right. much as long as I can remember. Yeah. Um, yes. I think since I was 10. So Yeah, and why do you want to do that? So that's actually because of my aunt. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she's a dentist. And so a couple years back, she did a pro bono clinic here in Mount Vernon. And I was just able, you know, I kind of just walked in the room and saw what, what was going on. And I just was able to see the effect that it had on people after, mm-hmm. how much joy they had and their willingness to smile. Yes. And I, that's one thing I say is um, I want to become an orthodontist because I want to help people smile. I yeah. want to bring that joy. And so mm-hmm. being able to be a part of fixing that for them and making them confident is just something that's always just sparked my interest. And so um, the past two summers, I've gotten to intern um, in Mount Pleasant at Dr. Nikki Ladiolis's office and Dr. Shea's office. And so gotten to just spend some time talking to people, seeing how they react to getting braces and how much they love their new yeah. smile. And so that's just something that's been interesting to me. You will be excellent at that <laughs> and making you. people smile. My sister is an orthodontist and that was her thing. She wants she said it is so rewarding that career because yes. you do help people. Mm-hmm. You help them and and you do make them smile. I mean mm-hmm. the the it's just, it's amazing. And so I know you'll do so great. You'll be, Thank you're you. already making him smile without the braces. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that'll Inside be some out. medical missions, maybe. We'll yeah. see where that takes in the future. There you go. Yeah. I didn't so. think about that. That's good. Yeah. Well, so you have shared your faith and you have grown that way. Would yes. you say when you share your faith, you grow? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. when you love others, Definitely. your faith grows. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't even... I'll actually start with the story of this Bible that I have in front yes, of me. Yes, I so, love your Bible. It's so yes. colorful, and, yeah. and you tell me about it. And so I'll kind of give a little background on um, something that I've also just taken into consideration this year is being intentional, but also leaving legacy. Um, and that also includes just a servant legacy. And so 
my grandmother actually, um, on my mom's side, she was really, really big on just impacting people, making them smile and bringing the joy of Jesus. And so mm-hmm. um, I just got to be a witness to that as I was younger. And so unfortunately, she passed away a couple years ago. But the year after that, I was really like, I want to pursue Jesus like grandma did. And so I never told my parents this, but I was like, I, I just want like a Bible that I can write in and mm-hmm. I want it to be kind of colorful so that, you know, it's fun. And so by the time I, you know, had this thought, it was December 19th. And so obviously I didn't have time to tell my parents. Christmas came. I wasn't expecting it. And then the day after Christmas, there was um, a package outside our door. And I was like, oh, that's weird. It had my name on it. Uh-huh. And so I opened it, and it was this Bible, the one that I had been looking at online. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, my gosh, Mom, Dad, you love it. And they were like, oh, I were like, that was nice. And I was like, okay, I'll, oh, just wow. put it, I'll just put it back. You know, I don't really know where it came from. And so for about two weeks, we had no idea who had sent me this Bible. Mm. And then um, one of my dad's great friends, my godfather, actually – called and said i'd just been praying with my wife about what to get my goddaughter which is me um for christmas and we both thought of this bible and so we ordered it and sent it but we didn't have time to put our names on it and so it was from them but it was just really cool to see how just god just worked in that way and you know i wasn't expecting it my parents definitely weren't expecting it but it just started from there and then um just seeing how i kind of even after her death, I kind of just dove into that and just trying to continue the legacy that um, she left. So she was really big into working with women and empowering women. And at Pure Hope, that is our um, statement, is rebuilding families and Mm -hmm. empowering women and just um, encouraging people, loving Mm -hmm. people, um, shining the light of Jesus. And so I've been able to do that in a way I didn't even expect by uh, working and serving at Pure Hope with our founders, um, Holly and Ryan Morris and Catherine Lee and Michael Lee. And um, just being able to be a prayer warrior for my friends and just be able to call and say, what do you need prayer for? Or text and say, what do you need prayer for? Mm -hmm. And just be that person that everyone needs. Um, And so just just little things like that of just leaving leaving a legacy. And so I just think that's really important. Um, Even if it's not a, you know, a materialistic legacy it can be like a spiritual legacy i feel like that's really important right. which is so, more the most important the most thing. important yes. yes and you were doing that well it is beautiful what you just shared what you want to do <laughs> thank you I, I love that and your name is daliana yes tell us as we close because i've always wondered this how did your parents find that beautiful name so when i was born um one of my family relatives actually came and saw me in the hospital and said, oh my gosh, she's as beautiful as a dahlia. As you know, dahlia is a flower. And so my parents were like, oh, dahlia, Daliana. And so that was my first name. Mm. And so I kind of find it funny because I say my name means flower turtle. Latortu means turtle. And so I say, <laughs> flower turtle. yeah, my, you know, my other name is flower turtle. And so <laughs> that's just like a fun little tidbit about me so oh well that's really neat and thank you for sharing all your stories and i love your new word intentional may we be more intentional about sharing our faith and our love with those around us yes 
So thank you so much for coming today. Thank and sharing. you for having me. This was me. so much fun. It went by too fast. <laughs> I could talk to so you fun. for hours. And thank you for what you're doing to help bring Jesus to people. Oh, thank you, Jill, so, for we, having me on the show. It's all God. It's all God working through. Amen. We give yeah. God all the glory. Yes, for I'm what just being doing. obedient right now. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Would you close us in prayer, please? I would. Dear God, I just want to thank you for this day that um, you let me be able to share um, uh, how you're working through me, God, and just uh, how that's impacted people, God, and just for Jill for allowing her to um, just hear that and let me on the podcast, God, and just uh, hearing you work just in this conversation, God, and just people's lives. God, we just pray that um, people will be intentional with their faith, God, whether that's caring about their community, God, caring about their family, being that person to their friends, being intentional um, with you, God, that's most important, God, just vowing the a freedom in Christ that we have, God, and just how amazing it is an opportunity to get to know you on a personal level, God, and just allow you to be our Father, God, and just open our hearts up to you, God, I just pray that as we continue in our year, God, that uh, we will walk in a fresh spirit and a fresh mind of just being a God chaser, God, and pursuing you, God, and just letting our light of Jesus uh, shine to others and just uh, seeing that grow and plant seeds. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2023. All rights reserved. Turn.